Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. Tonight, the Flames will do everything they can to keep their winning streak alive against the 8, 15, and 2 Columbus Blue Jackets as they go to Columbus to visit an old friend. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me here on today's episode of Lockdown Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Flames are looking to win their fourth in a row tonight in Columbus as they start their three game road trip. And my goodness, they are certainly visiting an old friend. And I'm happy that they're going to Columbus first for this kind of reunion because I do think uh, the Saddle Dome was a little bit much for Matthew Kachuk. And I, I think Flames fans need just a little bit more time. But before we jump into today's episode, let's. Just remember to subscribe to Locked on Flames. It's free. It's a great Christmas present, holiday present for yourself. Remember to subscribe on YouTube as well. And uh, just hang out with us on social media at Jess Belmosto or LO underscore Flames Pod on Twitter as well. All right. There are a few ways <laughs> this team can win this game. Number, number one, just playing a full 60 minutes, right? That's That's the easiest part. Or I guess the hardest, depending on you know who you're facing. But they cannot go in. The way you lose this game is if you go in underestimating your opponents and kind of playing down. And just kind of playing like the Minnesota Wild did. The Minnesota Wild handed that win to Calgary. And the Flames, they're coming off a massive comeback against the Wild. And the Blue Jackets are coming off an embarrassing 9-4 to loss to Buffalo. That was a brutal game. That that was that was something, I will say. But we know that the Flames have grit to them. We know the Flames can win. And we do know that the Blue Jackets have been kind of dinged up recently. You know, they've been dealing with injuries from uh, Vorchak. Patrick Laine has been out twice this season already. Um, everyone has just been really dinged up. And they've had a lot of uh, call-ups from their AHL affiliate, the Monsters. So I don't really think that the Flames have to worry too much about, you know, high-end talent or anything like that. But, I mean, of course, who knows Johnny Gaudreau better than the organization that he played for for the first chunk of his career, you know? But tonight... Flames will see Matthew Phillips get another shot at the NHL and I think this is something we should all be very excited about but also manage our expectations for I think that you know he's not <laughs> necessarily going to go out there and score two goals and you know have all these assists on the score sheet I mean he might but I don't think that should be the expectation I think the expectation is for is just to watch him play at this level again. You know, he's only played one game, and I don't think he's 
truly had a fair chance. And tonight will be an interesting night to see how far his development has come since that last recall. I don't know who the starting goalie for the Flames will be. I haven't seen any lineups yet. It's only 11 a.m. here on the East Coast and in Ohio. So we'll have to see. And of course, you know, I think it could be Markstrom. It very well could and should be Markstrom since he hasn't played in a little bit. But one of his nine shutouts last season did come against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So say what you will. I think it's fair to go into this game with the expectation to win. I was personally shocked to see that um, the Blue Jackets even had eight wins. It was kind of like last year when the Montreal Canadiens took forever to get to 10 wins. I was shocked they even had 15 wins by the end of the season. But, hey, everyone kind of moves at their own pace here. And that's okay because, you know, I I can't dog a slow start. Look at what the Flames had been doing. So, you know, we'll keep an eye out for that. I am certainly interested to see how Sutter manages that fourth line tonight, where Matthew Phillips is going to slot in. Uh, I'm sure Kevin Rooney is going to clear waivers. So we will just have to kind of sit and wait on this as the day rolls on. But before we talk about the five things you need to know about the Flames, we are going to take a quick break to talk about our friends at Bet Online. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, trend, odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports they've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts and want to switch things up a little bit they have you covered over on bet online as well and they have the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix remember to gamble responsibly as well head to the website today and use your or and or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. One of my favorite things about being a daily podcast is getting to look at things as they're happening rather than just kind of recapping throughout the week. And, um, you know, I am very much looking forward to tonight's game, mainly because I think that you know, emotions are high. I've already seen the discourse starting. Um, people saying that Gaudreau did it. Again, here we are, like six months later. People are saying that Gaudreau didn't move closer to home or he's not, or he moved closer, but not close enough. Like, I'm begging you to start like a real discussion and a real argument. But today, <laughs> we are going to go over the five things that you need to know ahead of tonight's game and we are just pulling this up here if you're watching on YouTube leading scorers are of course Elias Lindholm with 22 points and Tyler Toffoli and Nazem Kadri with 10 goals apiece it is very nice to see them hit double digits I will say I feel like we should have been um there a while ago but again hey there's still a lot of hockey to be played and we don't want to run out of gas too early and Blue Jackets, you have Johnny Gaudreau 
leading the team with 20. That's just about a point per game here. And that is quite impressive, I will say. And of course, it is Gaudreau and Boone Jenner with nine goals apiece. One of the things that really caught me off guard was how different, like the different ends of the spectrum these teams' penalty kills are. The Flames are sitting at eighth in the league with an 80.7%, and we probably would see them be higher had they not had that little slip, that little fallback, but that's okay. And then, of course, you know, you look at the, the Blue Jackets here at 75.6 in 22nd. That's, you know, that's not that great. That is not great. And I think that this is something that the Flames power play can um, definitely, definitely take advantage of tonight. And I'm hoping that everyone is uh, Nikita Zadorov, I'm looking at you. Tonight on the ice, I think that uh, Blake Coleman is another guy that kind of goes out there sometimes and gets caught up in the emotion and intensity of the game, but it's not that bad considering the Blue Jackets power play is a 13.9 and they are ranked 32nd, 32nd in the league. And wowee, that is... That's brutal. Um, I, listen, I know the Flames are here at twenty, just under 21% and ranked 24th in the league, but that is a massive, massive difference and something that you can look at and say they're not even at 14 or 15%. How, how do you want me to take that seriously? But then you also have to remember that underestimating your opponents is a very bad thing. And, you know, the, penalty, the Flames penalty kills and... 80, 80, nearly 81%. So they should have no problem tonight and hopefully padding those stats some more. Uh, the, the Flames are, of course, coming a strong homestand. It was a five-game homestand, and they were 4-1-0 and through that whole thing. The Blue Jackets are on a three-game losing skid after dropping a 4-2 to Detroit on Sunday, losing 4-1 to Pittsburgh on Tuesday. And then the second half of a back-to-back, -back, they dropped uh, to Buffalo, 9-4. to And Patrick Laine went on to say, we stunk pretty much the whole game. And you can definitely see that on the scoreboard. Uh, it's embarrassing how we played. I feel like embarrassing isn't a strong enough word, considering it was, at one point, it was like 9-2. to Tage Thompson had, what was it, Four goals. I don't know. I feel. I feel like you gotta just. Brad Larson went on to say to NHL.com, "In 26 years pro, I've never seen that. We didn't have an answer to that one line. Tage Thompson just tore us up tonight. And you know what? I hope that there is a Tage Thompson on this team tonight that absolutely demolishes the scoreboard. And I'm not saying like Huberto or Kadri or Mangiapane or whatever have to go out there and score." four or five goals, just be a pest in their, in their defensive zone. Go out there and just, I don't, I'm not entirely sure who's starting for uh, their goaltenders tonight, but just be a pest. You know, Gaudreau has that net front presence that can create problems for the opposing team. So you know the Johnny Gaudreau playbook. You know it. You know where you need to be watching him. And same thing goes for who's ever starting in goal tonight. 
You need to watch for behind the net. You need to watch for down low. You have to be careful. And Nikita Zadorov leads the skaters tonight in 67 hits on the season. Mackenzie Wegar, Trailliner with 60 checks. And wow, Trevor Lewis has 59 hits in 26 games. Former Bruin, Sean Corrali, leads the Columbus Blue Jackets with 61, while <laughs> Zadorov's former defensive partner, Erica Branson, has 47 hits on the air. Erica Branson has had a very tough season, I feel like. Uh, you know, he had a brutal, brutal stretch at one point where it was not great for him. All of his bar graphs were, all of his charts were in the negatives. Just, It just, it was just bad. Just really bad. <laughs> the Flames have won 10 straight games when Rasmus Anderson scores a goal. So there's that. And, um, you know, Adam Rizicka has had one heck of a season as well. And Nazem Kadri is a point-per-game player. When he, against the Blue Jackets, which is pretty fantastic as well. And, of course, uh, you know, the Flames website lists Johnny Gaudreau as uh, their player to watch. The former Flame is leading the Blue Jackets. former Flame is leading the Blue Jackets in scoring with 28 points through 25 games. And that's the thing. That's the thing the Flames are missing. It truly is. He heads into his first game against Calgary with a six-game point streak. In which he has 10 points. Hmm. I wonder if he misses Calgary. I don't know. I just, I think he spent a lot of time losing. And that is just not fun for an athlete. And we know this. We have talked about this uh, many times on the show. And it's not fun when you watch your team lose as a fan. But Coming up next, we are going to talk about my players to watch here tonight on the Calgary Flames, and we will do that coming up next. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. I appreciate you tuning in, and I've never been more excited to talk about the Flames with you. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at JustBelmosto for live updates through the game. Uh, fun little snippets from the show, and whatever else you're looking for in life. But tonight's number one player to watch here is obviously plenty of games here in the AHL. He has This is so bad. He has played... It's so bad for the Flames. I should say that. It is very bad for the Flames because he is 24 years old and has over 200 games in the in the AHL, okay? He has 219 games played, 82 goals, 109 assists, only 36 penalty minutes, which I find very impressive, but 14 game-winning goals. And I think that he's going to be so much fun to watch. I think that he was an absolute steal. He wasn't drafted until the sixth round. And, you know, it's something about those late bloomers. I swear it is... He's not even a late bloomer. This this kid is quite honestly, like, he's been tearing it up, but the Flames just, ha quote unquote, haven't had any room to bring him up. And I, I, I really want people to focus on him. I think that uh, they are supposedly, I don't think it'll be today, but 
they are supposedly calling up the kid that's been centering him all season. It I, I mentioned yesterday, but uh, Rooney is on waivers, and Trevor Lewis is supposedly playing through something. And of course, Milan Lucic went out there and did like a five minute cardio workout on Tuesday, Wednesday against uh, Minnesota. So we'll we'll have to see how that slot how where Matthew Phillips slots in we're gonna have to see how Sutter manages that fourth line and I'm really looking forward to watching Matthew Phillips play tonight I think that he's going to it might not be tonight but I think it'll be over the course of his time in the NHL it will be uh silencing Daryl Sutter you know I'm I wonder if this small guy is afraid of the cannon and I wonder, you know, not any, that's the thing. Okay, let me pause. I will not compare him to Johnny Gaudreau. And I don't think that we need to compare him to Johnny Gaudreau because they are two different players. They've come up two different pipelines and they're two different people. But I will say Daryl Sutter has this thing against small players, but he worked with Johnny to kind of turn his game into something more. And he has the potential to do that with Matthew Phillips as well, but let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let's watch tonight and just be excited that the Flames finally did the right thing here, called him up. He doesn't have to come in and be a savior. He can come in, get comfortable in the lineup, play against a not-so-great team, and just go for it. I'm so excited to watch him. I'm really excited to see what Rizichka does tonight. I really, really like what he has brought to the lineup this season and you know he was benched the first or should say scratched the first month of the season I believe and he had a dominant uh performance in the playoffs last year he really has come wavelengths again in just a six-month period and you may not get that AHL performance out of Matthew Phillips here but you never know until you try it so we will have to see where that brings us tonight and what Matthew Phillips is going to uh, provide to this Flames lineup. And I would say my other player to watch is absolutely Rasmus Anderson. This kid has been on a tear. He is having the time of his life out on the ice. You know, he's definitely not like a Norris candidate, Norris trophy candidate by any means, but he is a very good defenseman and someone that can put up points. And like I just said a few moments ago about how the Flames have won 10 straight games in a game where he scores. I think that Rasmus Anderson should shoot the puck more. I think that him and Noah Hannafin work really well together. And I think that that's kind of something that uh, has also boosted Noah Hannafin's confidence in terms of him also shooting the puck. So we will have to talk more about that uh Monday, we're going to talk all about the Flames road trip. We are going to talk about the reunion and Matthew Phillips here on Lockdown Flames. And thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. Thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring today's episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Flames Pod. And I will see you later.